All right, so here we go. This is Corey Edmund, and this is my first actual ever podcast. It's called Your Fat Doesn't Care, and uh, you'll figure out why in a little bit. Um, this podcast is sponsored by Lululemon. Um, it's actually not sponsored by Lululemon, but I love their shit. So maybe someday down the road, if people pay me for this stuff, maybe Lulu can hook it up. It's also not sponsored, and I want it to be sponsored by Adidas Ultra Boost. I love sneakers, and ever since I wore Adidas Ultra Boost for the first time, it's the only thing I wear now. And um, Tesla, because I want a Tesla. Tesla's badass. So this message is brought to you by them, but not really, but someday. All right. So like I said, my name is Corey Edmund, and this is the Your Fat Doesn't Care podcast. Um, so... I have basically been in the athletics and fitness industry for my entire life. I started um, personal training back in 2003. So I've been in the fitness industry now for 15 years. I was a high school athlete. I lettered in six different sports. Um, I played four years of college football, division three, because I'm still five foot eight and white, but I played division three. I was second team all conference my senior year as a wide receiver. So I wasn't a bad player, won some championships, was good. Um, I also have done hundreds of road races. So back in high school and actually when I was growing up, my crazy ass dad made me run and I would run five or eight miles a day just to stay in shape for the sports I was doing. Uh, problem was though, I was a really fast runner. So running long distance didn't help with that at all. However, I did get in really good shape and it built a great habit that I stuck with for most of my life. So I've run 5Ks, 10Ks, half marathons, marathons. My fastest marathon was at 336, which is okay. Um, a lot of people would be happy with that. Um, but I had, it was my first one ever. I never, I didn't train over 13 miles for it. So I kind of just got it out. Last six miles were probably the most torturous time of my life. Don't recommend that to anyone to do a marathon and only train your longest run at 13 miles. Um, did marathons. I have done triathlons at one point. I qualified three years in a row, I believe, for the age group national championships. I was sponsored. And when I say sponsored, they didn't pay me to do triathlons, but um, I was an ambassador. So they gave me clothes and gear and all that stuff. And um, I represented them. I did half Ironman in 2015, and then that was the end of my triathlon clear career. One, because it's like a full-time job, and I got burnt out and didn't want to do it anymore. So um, I have now I am a owner. I own three different Fit Body Bootcamp fitness franchises. Um, I just recently sold one. Um, I've helped thousands of clients uh, get fit and lose weight and all that jazz. Um, when I was... You know, I'm doing this podcast really because if anybody knows me, especially my clients, I know I like to talk. So I figure, what the hell, let's do a podcast. Plus, I've had a lot of people recommend that I should try one or do one. So um, I'm, I figured, what the heck? I do love talking, and um, hopefully, I know what I'm talking about, and you guys like it. If you don't, whatever, I don't really care. But there's a lot of stuff that I have to say, and I, I think I have a unique position in the fitness industry because I'm. A little bit crazier than most and the way I've done my, my fitness and my accountability and my fitness program in the, in the 
past 15 years or so, it's way different than anybody else. So I do have a unique perspective on how I do things, which I'll talk to you about. Um, so yeah, so a lot of my clients suggest I should do one, so I'm doing it. Um, and then I always consider, you know, do, how do I want to do it? Because I grew up on the East Coast, I'm from New England, Irish Catholic. So, you know, swearing was a part of my life. Uh, you know, the word the was like the F word. So I was like, do I, you know, keep this super clean and try to be good? Because, you know, people might hear it. And then I thought, you know what, let me just talk like I normally do. I won't drop F-bombs every second, but if it's how I talk, it's how I talk. I want it to be authentic. And how I talk and, you know, I try not to swear and all that stuff in front of my kids. I have four kids in, in front of my clients, but this is different. This is my podcast, so I don't really give a shit. So there you go. Um, I won't make it obnoxious, but I'll talk real. Uh, and that's the other thing. I don't mince words. I think everybody that knows me, knows all my clients and the people that I've, I've worked with, they know I don't give false praise. And they also know I tell it like it is, which I don't think there's enough of that in the world these days. I think people are full of shit and they don't tell you and they don't, they're not honest with you and everybody's so sensitive. So we've got a world of a bunch of people that don't coach, don't criticize and can't take criticisms and everybody's an emotional wimp. So, um, obviously I'm drinking, drinking coffee here while I do this. Um, so if you can't take criticism or you don't like what I have to say, I don't really care. So you can respond or however it is on podcast world. Um, but I'm not really going to care. I'll just give you stats and I'll back it up with some experience and hopefully you learn something. I'm not trying to prove any points. I'm just trying to hopefully help people get a message out, be real so people like it. Um, I'm recording live here in my studio, AKA my garage, AKA my gym. Um, so maybe someday when I actually have a studio, I'll, I could say that and I'm actually in a studio, but I'm just chilling in my garage right now because this is my man space. <laughs> Because the rest of my house belongs to my children and my wife. And that's why I'm happily married because I'm totally okay with that. So anyway, here we go. So your fat doesn't care, right? So it's kind of an in-your-face statement, um, but it's really true. And it came from my clients. So my history as a coach, personal trainer, um, is I had a very unique way of holding people accountable. Um, I was also a football coach for years. Um, and... Accountability as an athlete is something that's super important and you have daily accountability, especially when you play football, you know, you're not only accountable to yourself, but you're also accountable to your team. So you can't really screw off. Otherwise people, people can, your team can get hurt. Kids can get hurt. Your teammates can get hurt. So accountability is big and you know, military accountability is big. Um, it's what separates people, um, you know, discipline. So, I taught my sessions the same way. So back in the day, I worked at Big Box Gym, um, 24 hour fitness. And then what I used to do, I had a very unique way of holding people accountable. Now, when it comes to fitness and, and health and weight loss and all that stuff, I am an expert. And I'm not an expert because I have a PhD in some stupid book I read or a course I took. Um, I have been doing fitness now for a long time, but I have a unique way of working with people and clients. I have literally weighed every single client of mine in every single session, every single day since I started training. Now, I know for a fact there's no other coach or trainer that has done that, especially when you work with 99% females. And if you're a female listening to this, you know you're insane about your weight. So to have the balls to weigh women in 
and then hopefully be able to back it up with some knowledge. Um, very few people have. And of course, if you're, you're a female trainer, very few female trainers weigh in other females because of their own issues or whatever it is, right? It's There's a lot of emotional shit that gets tied to weight. So I have weighed my clients in every day forever. So I have, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of weigh-ins. So I know more about women and their damn weight than you do. So if you're a woman, you're like, no, you don't know me. Yes, I do. In fact, I know more than you do. I know more probably about your menstrual cycle, why you gain weight, how much weight you gain, why you're overweight, why you're underweight, why you have no muscle, why whatever, because I've been doing it forever. And I've listened to hundreds of thousands of women give me excuses of why they can't. Now, men, we don't care as much. We don't care about our weight as much. We gain weight. We're like, ah, oh, whatever. <laughs> if we want to lose it, we lose it. Right now, I'm about 20 pounds overweight um, because excuses, right? I got busy. I got businesses. I got kids, blah, blah, blah. It's just excuses. And we'll talk about that in a second. Um, but I'm not jumping off the bridge and feeling insecure because I'm a little bit overweight. Now, back in the day when I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, I did what every other idiot trainer did, and that was give my clients 1,200 calories. Now, 1,200 calories for anybody is too low. But if you're a meathead trainer right now, if you have a trainer, if you're dumb enough to be paying a personal trainer that is actually not focusing on nutrition, you should fire him now especially or her. Um, especially since nutrition is like 99% results. They say studies show 80 or whatever it is, 70, I've heard it all. Um, based on my experience, 99%. If I get somebody's food right, everything else is good. But uh, back in the day, right, I did 1,200 calories. Where the hell 1,200 calories came from, I don't know. I really don't, and I don't think anybody else does, but everybody uses it, right? So I did that too. But I had a really good way of holding people accountable to eating 1,200 calories. And what I used to do is I had one rule back when I was training. And I know all my clients, my, especially my past clients, if they're listening to this, they probably have a grin on their face right now or, you know, flashbacks and they have like a, a tick now because of it. But I used to weigh my clients in every session. Now, back then it was two or three sessions a week. So they had a day off in between. And I had one rule. And that rule was every time you came in, you had to be at the exact same weight or I'm sorry, you, if you were at the exact same weight or 0.1 above what you weighed in before, you didn't do a normal session. You did what I call fit hell, right? Because we are motivated two different ways, typically. Gaining pleasure and fearing pain. If gaining pleasure always worked, we would all have the life of our dreams. However, gaining uh, fear works really wonderfully, right? If I put a gun to your head and said, you know, don't eat that chip or I'll blow your damn head off. You're not going to eat the chip, right? And I say, you know, don't, don't eat that chip because you're going to have a beautiful body and you're going to feel confident and all that stuff, you know, chomp away. So fear of pain works and that's why I used to use it. So I used to do fit hell. So when you didn't weigh in under, you just had to be 0.1 under. So if you weighed 142.1, you had to be 142.0. And then you did a normal workout. If you didn't, you did fit hell. And fit hell was just, all it was is me trying to make you puke as fast as I could. I wanted you to absolutely hate fit hell. That's why it's called fit hell. Um, and at some one point I got the nickname Fitler, which I don't know if it's good or bad just because of what it represents. But, you know, yeah, I was tough. Um, but people kept coming back because they were getting results, right? So what would happen is they'd give me all the reasons why they couldn't eat right, right? So they'd come in first day and they'd be, you know, two pounds overweight. And I'm like, cool, all right? This is what you're supposed to eat. Eat 1,200 calories. Um, if you're overweight, you know, two days from now, 
you're going to do fit hell. And of course they didn't know what fit hell was. So they're like, cool. Two days later, they come in overweight. All right, we're going to do fit hell. And you know, ask them, you know, why are you overweight? Oh, you know, it's my grandmother. I'm Persian and I'm Italian. I'm, you know, I'm Chinese, whatever. My grandmother feeds me tons of rice or pasta. I can't say no. All right, cool. Let's do fit hell. And we do fit hell and it'd be something like, a minute of mountain climbers, and then we get up and do a minute of step ups weighted, and then we go back down and do another minute of mountain climbers, then another minute weighted step ups. We do that three sets each, and then we go right into burpees, and then we go into like jump squats, something that is all high intensity impacts, crazy stuff, right? And after about you know six sets, ten minutes, feet are up, people are throwing up, and then of course they come in the next session, and yes, they came back. Most people did. Why? Because we go to fitness to get in shape. We want to get our ass kicked. We want to know that what I'm doing is work, is hard work, right? It's actually how some of these companies make money without actually doing any nutrition support. They have the perception you're working hard, but we would work hard and they'd come back. And then guess what would happen on the scale the next time they came in? They'd be down like three pounds. Now, why do you think they were down three pounds? Because they needed a goddamn thing for two days because they didn't want to do fit hell again. So I was like, okay, so what happened? You lost all this weight. What happened to grandma's rice or grandma's pasta or whatever bullshit excuse you gave me? What happened to it? It's like, oh, I'm never doing that again. I told them no. All right, I get it now, right? So with a little bit of accountability, they would do what they were supposed to do. And then they figured it out along the way. So the cool thing about Fit Hell was is usually people avoided it, so they would do good with their food. And of course, they got great results because it's 1,200 calories, which means you're in a huge caloric deficit, which you know, basically, if you're in a caloric deficit, you lose weight. Now, losing weight is not is just not the best thing to do, especially at 1,200 calories. But they lost weight. Great, I'm getting you know success. People are happy when they're not in fit health. Um, problem is, 1,200 calories is too freaking low. All right. And it took me a long time to figure out and a lot of studying, right? The more I studied nutrition, the more I studied fitness, the more certifications I got, the more I learned, um, you know, the better I got at it. And it wasn't until about three and a half years ago, four years ago, when we did one of our challenges and we used the little piece of shit Omron. So Omron, you're probably not going to want me to sponsor you because they have the little handheld thing. And it's like the most inaccurate form of body fat testing. We use that and that was worthless, right? Scales are totally worthless because you can't tell body fat. Um, so we did, and it was a competition, right? It was a challenge. So whoever won got money. So it needed to be accurate. So we started to do hydrostatic body fat testing. Hydrostatic body fat testing is considered the gold standard in body fat testing. So we knew it was accurate. Um, and so what happened was, is we did it, we started to do hydrostatic. And from there, we learned that we were starving every one of our clients. And I'll get into that as we go. But this podcast is about the title, Your Fat Doesn't Care, and where it comes from. So what would happen is every time people would come in and tell me why they gained weight, right? Because they, when, when people weigh in, what they've already done the 24 hours beforehand or 48 hours is they've already convinced themselves why it was okay. They've already told themselves and justified their shitty choices. Because basically, if you weigh in, let's say on Monday, right? Because everybody weighs in on Monday and they're always up. Because on the weekends, people suck, aren't disciplined. They eat crappy. They they drink crappy, you know, alcohol, and they eat late at night or whatever. So whatever, it's a weekend. I get it. But then they come in on Monday and it's like, okay, well, why are you up on Monday? Why you, why is your weight up? And they're like, oh, and then they begin to tell you or tell me why they're up. Oh, and I'll be like, 
it's not cool. Like you shouldn't be up and wait. But they'll be like, yeah, but it was my sister's wedding. It was my anniversary. It was my brother's you know, birthday party. It was my kid's birthday party. I was really busy at work. I had no time to eat. I blah, 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 blah. All the bullshit excuses and justifications we make about why we gained two pounds in two effing days. So I'm like, okay. And what I used to do, right? Because I would ask because I wanted to hear their lame excuses. And that's what they are. Like me being busy and gaining 20 pounds is a lame ass excuse. And I don't expect anybody to buy it. So don't, right? I just need to get back on it, get back to working out, make time. But anyway, um, so they, they've already spent that time making up the reasons. So then they, they proceed to try to sell me on it, right? Like whenever we've convinced ourselves that we're not doing something well, we try to surround ourselves with people that agree with our dumb shit. So in fitness, it's the same thing. It's like, oh, I'm fat. I know I'm fat. So I'm going to hang around with people who buy my fat story. Oh, you do too? Cool. Yeah, you have a brother that had an anniversary this weekend too? Cool. Let's be fat together. Right. So we, we search for people that buy our stories. So I never bought anybody's story, right? Unless like you, somebody, you know, you accidentally tripped and fell into some fucking Twinkies and you had no choice but to, to swallow it, uh, you know, and you are truly a victim to gaining weight because you ate too much crap and, you know, you, you broke everything and weren't able to move. Then, all right, I'll buy that. But any other reason? It's just the fact of the matter is we didn't move enough and we didn't eat right. It's just that is how it works. And don't give me all your bullshit about like I'm on medication and thyroid and all that stuff because that's all bullshit too. And I'll get into that. Um, so however people to respond to podcasts, if you want to complain and say, no, 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 my story's different. I'm special. My body defies the laws of physics. And I'm a special case. No, you just believe it way more. And maybe you've had some dumbass doctor convince you that you're right. Um, and by the way, no offense to doctors, but most of them don't know what the hell they're talking about, especially in regards to health and nutrition. My job is to get you off medication. Theirs is to get you on it. Um, but anyway, I regress or digress or whatever the hell it is. So they would begin to tell me, right, I'm, I'm overweight. And then they tell me all their stories. And in my head, I really didn't care, right? It's like when people are late, right? When you have a birthday party, and somebody shows up late or you have something important and someone shows up late you, and you say, you know, why were you late? Do you actually give a shit why they were late? Do you really care? Unless somebody died or they were in a car accident or something like really tragic or bad happened. Do we ever, do we ever give a damn? I know. I really don't. It's not about compassion. It's like, who cares? It's bullshit. All it says is whatever you were doing before was more important and you left late. And that's really the truth of it. So they would go and tell me, oh, it's the weekend of my brother's birthday. It was my kids. I had a soccer tournament. I was up from 4 a.m. to 12 p.m. and I couldn't eat. And, you know, somebody tied my hands and somebody threw nachos in my face and I had no choice but to chew. Just a whole load of crap, right? So they're, they're telling me their excuses as legitimate as they sound in their own head. I would always say after they were done, I don't care. Right? I don't care. Now, in fitness and around the body, and when you spent 24 to 48 hours convincing yourself that your reasons are justified and your excuses are, are, are valid, and somebody then says, I don't care, they don't hear that their excuses are bullshit. They just hear that, that I don't care. So they take it that I don't care about them, right? It's, it wasn't that I don't care about my clients. Of course, I care about my clients. I don't want them to gain weight. Uh, I don't want them to gain two pounds over a weekend. 
I see what it does to our self-worth and our confidence and our body and everything else in our lives. So I want them to be fit. So then they would be like, well, you don't care about me. And it wasn't that at all. Of course I care about my clients. I care about them greatly. But they heard, since I don't care about their excuses, I don't care about them. So I don't know what happened. It was one day someone was giving me their story and every objection that they or every objection I had. Well, what about this? What about this? They had another new story like they they worked on that story hard. Like they were bought in. So finally, instead of me saying, I don't care, I was like, you know what? Your fat doesn't care. Your fat doesn't give a damn about your excuses. No matter how many kids you have, no matter how busy you are, no matter how many businesses you run, no matter how many vacations you went on, no matter how many birthday parties, banquets, kids parties, days that end with why, it makes no difference. If you eat crappy, drink crappy, don't exercise, your fat doesn't give a damn. It is going to go right to where you don't want it, right? Oh, it's, you know, it's my brother's anniversary. Cool, your fat doesn't care. It's going to stick right to your ass. Oh, you know, it was like long weekend. I worked all weekend. I didn't have time to eat. Cool. Your fat doesn't care. It's going to stick right to your tricep. Everywhere that your fat goes to on your body, that's where it's going. When you come up with all those, those excuses, that's all you're doing is you're trying to convince your fat, the actual fat on your body, that you should not go onto my ass and onto my belly and onto my triceps or onto my hips because I've convinced myself that it didn't count. I convinced myself that it wasn't that bad. That whole piece of cake didn't make that big of a difference. That one bottle of Chardonnay, because I was stressed out, didn't matter. Well, yeah, it does, because the scale and your fat doesn't lie, right? The scale doesn't lie. We lie, we lie all the time. And especially women around their weight, and I've trained 99% women, so I know. So don't give me like, oh no, that's not me. Yes, it is. Um, and I've weighed them all in a million times. So yes, it is. So your fat doesn't give a damn. And that's the lesson for today. Um, no matter what you say, no matter what excuses we make up, no matter what justifications, no matter what stories, no matter how good they are, and even if they are valid, even if, you, yeah, you did work all day and you're super busy. I mean, I've got three businesses, I've got four kids, coach, you know, all that, wife, everything. Doesn't matter. My fat on my belly doesn't give a shit. I have to figure it out in my day. And everybody can figure it out. Everybody. If you work 24 hours a day, seven days a week, all right, you can't. You win. You're the exception. But most people can. And there's no one like that. And if you are, shit, if you're working that much, then you shouldn't be that fat anyway because you don't have enough time to eat. Um, and you'll just be skinny fat, right? So it's about your fat doesn't care. So that's the whole title of my podcast. That is how I run my business. So when people come in, they weigh in. And yes, we still weigh all of my people in at my Burbank facility. Um, we weigh them in. And when they go up, oh, it's this, this, this. I'm just like, your fat doesn't care. In fact, we have it on our shirts because really doesn't matter, right? We never miss a Monday. Why? Because your fat doesn't care, right? I gained weight on a Monday. You know why? Well, because I was busy, but my fat doesn't care. So I need to make changes. Does that make sense? So, so that's the lesson. Your fat doesn't care. So shut up with your excuses. I mean, and if you're going to have them, if you're going to have stories, you can have justifications. That's okay. Just stop trying to sell everybody else on it because you're not selling everybody else. You're not, you're never going to sell me. You're never going to sell a, a fitness expert on it. You're, you'll sell your other best friend who's fat and has the same stories because they want, they want to agree with you because then they're right too. 
But who are you really trying to convince? You're trying to convince that that extra 10 pounds that's around your butt or around your hips or around your triceps or around your neck or wherever the hell you hold your fat. Your fat doesn't care. So that's the lesson for today. This is my first podcast. I've got a whole slew of stuff that I'm going to share, and it's going to be just like this. In-your-face stuff. It's real. Um, but hopefully it will help. Now, what are some of the ways to overcome this bullshit excuse? You've got to make time. Fitness is not convenient. It's not easy. It's never sunny and perfect temperature and perfect timing. And your kids agree perfectly and the schedule lines up and everything's perfect. And the whole universe and the world and God says, here, here's a perfect 45 minutes to an hour and a half where you can go work out, have no distractions and come back and feel good. Have your protein shake and all that bullshit. That doesn't exist. We have to create it. Right. So now I have to get up at literally 3.30 or 4 o'clock in the morning so I can get a bunch of crap done and then get my workout done before my damn kids get up and go to school. Because if they get up, I want to spend time with them. I can't. I can't because I have to work out. If I don't work out, then I want to spend time with them. So I'm here and I, I get distracted. Right. So whatever your excuse is, you've got to figure out a way, whether it's time, make time, get up earlier, go to bed later. Oh, I can't. All right. Well, then, then your fat doesn't care. Then stay fat. It's just that's how it works. If you, whatever your story is, if you're sold on it, fine, cool. Stay fat. Stay exactly where you are. There's nothing we can do about it. You're sold on it. Stay where you are. But if you're willing to man up or woman up or whatever the hell you want to call it, and like my man Bedros Koulian says, Empire Podcast, man up, right? Woman up. Now, am I running up? No, not right this second. Am I okay with it? Yeah, I'm not going to sell you why I'm 20 pounds away. Oh, you know, I'm busy, blah, 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 blah. I, no, it's just I haven't made the time. Am I working out now? Yes. Am I starting to eat better? Yes. Do you care? I hope not. <laughs> the only people that care are the ones that are buying and selling the same story. So that's it. All right. So there's going to be more of this. If you want to make changes, you got to start making changes. Uh, if you want to buy into your bullshit and stay where you are, then keep, you know, keep making excuses. And just remember, every time you make an excuse why you're overweight or why you're not where you want to be, just remember, your fat doesn't care. All right. I think that's it. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. If you didn't enjoy it because I'm right, um, you know, even better. Hopefully you, you get pissed off and make some change. If not, then, you know, keep listening. Hopefully down the road something clicks and you make a change. Um, I will have more of these coming. So be ready because... It's only going to get better. All right. Thanks, everybody. Love you. Love my clients. Love you guys. Your fat doesn't care. Get it. Get it.